This is Wisdom Wednesday, episode number 25. Welcome to The Marriage Show. I'm your host, Jennifer Price, international marriage interventionist and best-selling co-author of Success Breakthroughs. On this show, I provide innovative solutions for marital success by focusing on personal development and relationship transformation. Every week, I'll be talking with thought leaders from around the world and will be providing your weekly dose of wisdom so you can catapult yourselves to marital success and true life fulfillment. I ask you to love one another, encourage and support each other, and live with passion. Are you ready? Here we go. Today, I'll be talking about how you can be irresistible to your spouse. Have you ever noticed how some people seem to have the it factor? Notice how they radiate with charisma, positive energy, confidence, power, and things seem to effortlessly go their way. These people, they don't always have abundant finances. They don't always have dashing good looks or the most coveted career or affluent social circles or effortless success yet. Even the most skeptical and hardened personalities are secretly enamored with these charming individuals. You find yourself wondering how these charismatic people are always the life of the party, why everyone turns to them for advice and companionship, including yourself, and what they are doing that you're not. So what gives people the it factor and makes them so irresistible? It's the same thing that will make you irresistible to everyone, including your spouse. It's a combination of healthy confidence, not arrogance, self-worth while maintaining humility, and a genuine respect, love, and positive intent for others. There's a fine line between healthy confidence and arrogance, between self-worth and pride, and they cannot be faked. You can always tell when someone possesses true confidence versus arrogance, when someone bears self-worth versus egoism. Arrogance, pride, and egoism are ugly, (laughs) but healthy confidence, self-worth, integrity, and humility, they're attractive. Why? Because at the center of each of us is the desire to be loved and accepted without judgment And people who possess confidence, self-worth, and a genuinely loving and respectful heart, they're unlikely to judge others. And they're typically more fun to be around. They usually offer wisdom that others don't too. So how does one obtain confidence, self-worth, and a genuine respect, love, and positive intent for others? I believe it begins with self-worth. It sounds simple, but it's not always easy. Realizing your own self-worth comes from knowing yourself, knowing your strengths, what you have to offer, and believing in yourself and the knowledge that your worth does not depend on your talents, your money, or other worldly things. Rather, you have worth simply because you're alive. If you have a good heart, 
positive intent for yourself and others and you're an honest person and you're doing your best. You are worth so much. And if you're not, if you're not honest, if you are dishonest, if you have malintent, if you're stuck or lazy, there's always hope and you can always grow. And knowing this should provide you with a decent level of self-worth. People who understand their self-worth do not need validation because they see and they find it themselves. They understand their self-worth. And we must understand that all of us need to really grasp this lesson. We are not our past mistakes. You are not your current situation. You are integrity, strength, big heart. You are love. That defines your worth. When you understand your self-worth, you gain confidence. And with all of those come a genuine respect, love, and positive intent for all others. And all of it together, it's contagious. So to become irresistible to your spouse, we're going to talk about a couple of habits. The first one is understand and practice what's called mirroring, like a mirror that you look in. Mirroring is consciously mimicking the body language, the spoken word, and the facial expressions of those that you interact with. Mirroring is very powerful, and it's a part of being an irresistible person. It involves the use of mirroring when you're in conversations with people. If you use this as a tool, it helps other people feel aligned with you, connected with you, and that can actually lead to trust. Mirroring should not be conducted in such a fashion that it's obvious to the person with whom you are communicating because that would be alarming. It would throw up red flags and it would make you look like a weirdo. (laughs) But if you mimic in subdued ways, it can be a very powerful tool. Also, initiate positive signals with the person with whom you're conversing. This will help others naturally mirror you without them even having to think about it. Use positive language. Smile often during conversations with them and they will unconsciously return the same. Then they will walk away from you feeling great about you, about their time with you, and about themselves. And they will be in a better mood. Tip number two is treat everyone with respect. Be consistently polite and respectful to everyone, including your spouse. So many times in marriage, when you're with a person for a long period of time, you become too comfortable with each other. And next thing you know, you're not being as respectful and as polite as you were when you first met. You need to maintain politeness and courtesy towards your spouse. Also, maintain humility and realize that you are not superior to your spouse or to others. Genuinely know that everyone deserves to be treated with respect. Tip number three is be authentic. Neither try too hard nor dominate conversations. Be authentic. That means be open, honest, and genuine. Don't exaggerate. Don't act dramatic. Don't pretend to be more, bigger, or better than you are because that behavior is unnecessary when you have confidence and self-worth. Authentic people are typically trustworthy, which is a magnetic characteristic as well. Tip number four, become an excellent communicator. 
dive into deep conversations because small talk prevents deep connection and it keeps the relationship in a superficial realm. Ask quality questions of your spouse that pull quality information out of them. Your listeners, especially your spouse, will want to open up and eventually talk. And we all know that most people enjoy talking about themselves and their life. When people give answers about themselves or their life, follow up with more quality questions that will extract even more information from them. Focus on what your spouse is saying, not what your response is going to be. Also, maintain eye contact throughout your conversations as this also fosters depth, connection, and trust. Tip number five, follow the treatment rule. Now, the treatment rule is very different from the golden rule. Remember, the golden rule is treat others the way that you want to be treated. Do not follow the golden rule in marriage. You want to treat your spouse the way they want to be treated. Just because their love language might be physical touch doesn't mean yours is. Just because you like words of affirmation doesn't mean that's what they want. You might need words of affirmation. They might need acts of service, for example. So you need to treat them the way they want to be treated. Make sense? Learn your partner's love language from the five love languages and speak them and learn how to satisfy your partner's six basic human needs. I've got a whole podcast episode and a whole blog post dedicated to the six basic human needs. So if you want to learn about those, which are super, super fascinating, and to me, one of the top strategies to enhance your marriage and your life overall, just search the podcast and search my blog and find that article and listen to that podcast and do the exercises in there because that's super powerful, right? But listen, individuals all have different needs. So jump at the chance to fulfill your spouse's needs because this is the fastest way to help them grow. It's the fastest way to make a deeper connection with them and help them reach their potential as well. Okay, tip number six, look well put together. Now this might seem superficial at first, but you really are a walking advertisement of yourself. Studies show that People decide what they think of you within the first seven seconds of meeting you. Now, in marriage, it is important to be presentable because when you wake up in the morning, those first seven seconds, (laughs) are you smiling? I'm not seeing that hair has to be combed and perfect and you have to be in a beautiful outfit. But the first seven seconds, make sure that you make eye contact and smile at each other, right? Now, just hanging out around the house. You probably don't want to see your spouse in dumpy, holy sweatpants every day, right? And they don't want to see you looking dumpy either. So spiffy up a bit. Pull yourself together. That includes being well-groomed, dress nicely, and of course, wear a smile. Now, I understand we all need relaxed downtime. I certainly do. I'm in yoga pants a lot around my house when I'm working and doing things, but... You do need to look your best most of the time. At least be well-groomed and put together. I'm not talking about a cocktail dress or shirt and tie, but do try to look presentable and well put together. You can be in sweatpants or yoga pants and still look super, super cute in whatever it is you're wearing. Just make sure that you're well put together. Being well put together also means being well-groomed. I really want to make that point one more time because, look, We gain so much confidence when we look, smell, and feel nice. So be meticulous with your oral hygiene because studies show that 
Intimacy takes a downward spiral when someone has bad breath. Huge downward spiral. Everyone knows that people who take excellent care of themselves are also capable of taking care of others. So if you can take really good care of yourself, your spouse will have trust in you that you're going to be able to take care of them as well. Hope that makes sense. All right, let's move on to tip number seven. That is improve your body. Now, before you get mad, hear me out. Taking care or improving your body means eating well, getting plenty of sleep, and exercising daily. This is less about having massive muscles, sexy curves, and a tight ass. (laughs) It's really more about honoring your body and exercising excellent self-care. This not only shows that you can take care of yourself, but again, that you're capable of taking care of other people, including your spouse. Now, listen to what Sir Richard Branson had to say when he was asked for some business advice. Sir Richard Branson said, work out. Let me explain to you why he said work out. You cannot build a world-class business if you can't build a world-class body. Think mind, body, spirit. Taking care of your physical body fosters positive changes in the mind, in your sleep quality, and in your sex drive. And that means a healthier, happier marriage. Tip number eight, do not judge. Do not heavily partake in conversations involving controversial topics and touchy subjects. Definitely share your opinions, but clarify that you know that it's just your opinion and it's not a hard truth for everyone. Don't consider yourself right and others wrong because there's more than one solution to every problem and there's more than one way to do things. So just because you believe something to be right, it may be right for you, it may be right for your family, but it may not be right for everyone. It may not even be right for your spouse. So judge not. We're all on our own journey. We're all on our own path. And really what our privilege and our honor is in marriage is to love one another, support one another, and encourage one another, not judge. Tip number nine, know thyself. It is highly attractive when a person really knows themselves. This means you know what you like and what you dislike. You know what lights you up. You know what you're passionate about. You have hobbies and interests that you love that nourish your mind, your body, and your spirit. And you participate in all of those often. Knowing yourself means observing yourself, observing your thoughts, your emotions, and your behavior. And that leads to tip number 10. Be positive and be passionate. Bored people. If you find yourself bored sometimes, you have to realize, I'm going to tell you what my mama told me when I was growing up. And I would say, mom, I'm bored. She'd say, bored people are boring people. Instead of being boring, view life as the adventure that it is. Be a light and a positive energy that others want to be part of. Realize that difficulties will come your way and you can overcome any obstacle with determination, creativity, and commitment. Teach others to do the same. If you want to help your spouse grow in this area, lead by example. Tip number 11, 
maintain integrity. Integrity means you honor your word. You avoid gossip. You be honest all the time. You have nothing but positive intent for your spouse and you do the right thing no matter how difficult it is. It means that you do not allow your spouse's behavior to affect how you behave. You do the right and loving thing all the time. Do not obsess over what your spouse thinks of you. Instead, focus on contributing to your spouse. Focus on being the best person that you can be. Humility. Let's talk about humility. It's one of the most heart-endearing characteristics. When you see your mate being humble, it makes you want to grow in humility. So if you're humble, your mate will also want to grow in humility too because that is also contagious. It's, so, it's such a beautiful trait. And humility and integrity also include accountability, right? You have to hold yourself accountable for whatever it is you're responsible for. These, all of these characteristics, they all represent trustworthiness. So it's no mystery why people are drawn to those with integrity. Tip number 12, be playful. After going through these last 11 characteristics, you should know that being balanced is part of being irresistible. And that includes being playful with each other. Flirt, be flirtatious and have fun. Humor and playfulness are so important in long-term relationships. You can be playful in almost all situations and you should. It keeps a smile on your face, on your partner's face. It keeps joy in their heart and passion alive in your relationship. Plus, few things equip you to endure the hardships that life sometimes dishes out more so than a great sense of humor and the ability to be playful. All right, tip number 13, actively work on yourself, also called personal development. It is super sexy to see your partner constantly learning new things and growing. You know your partner is concerned with constant growth and personal development. If they are, you know that they're going to be the best version of themselves. They won't be perfect, but they will be the best version of themselves in that given moment, and they will be a better mate. So you should do the same. If neither of you are working on personal development, you should be the trailblazer and get it going. I've got plenty of blog articles, jenniferprice.com forward slash blog. I've got plenty of YouTube videos on my YouTube channel titled The Marriage Show. And of course here, lots of podcast episodes to get you started. So get started on personal development and be the best person you can be. Tip number 14, be grateful and show it. Gratitude is the best attitude and it's what pulls people out of depression, relieves them from anxiety and makes your spouse feel significant. When someone shows you gratitude and they're thankful for you or something you've done, it makes you feel significant, important, right? So do the same. Always be grateful of your spouse and the kind things that they do for you. Showing gratitude with a smile, a little twinkle in your eye, a little giggle, a sexy kiss, or a grateful hug. These are just a few ways that you can say thank you to your spouse. Showing gratitude also motivates your spouse to continue making great effort. No one enjoys trying to please ungrateful people. So let your gratitude shine. 
Now, I just dumped a whole ton of tips for you. Any one of these, if you're not already practicing it, can be overwhelming all by itself. So don't feel like you have to try to take all of these on at the same time. You know, be gentle with yourself and realize that growth takes time in yourself and in your spouse. So I recommend choosing one of the skills above the one that you think will make the most impact on you and your spouse and your marriage and work solely on that one skill for an entire month, at least like maybe two weeks, right? And then move on to a new one. Continue to do the first one, but then choose a second one and practice that for, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, hone that, perfect that, get really good at that, and then pick up a third. Continue adding a new skill every few weeks and within a year, you will be a much, much better and happier version of yourself and your spouse. You'll see a change in your spouse as well because again, all this is contagious, right? Now, that wraps up today's episode. If you wanna be more aggressive with your personal development and not take an entire year to implement all of these things and you realize you've got some mindset work that needs to occur or maybe your marriage is in such a bad place that you really can't do this on your own and you need help, Either way, if you want to be more irresistible to your spouse or if you want your spouse to work on their irresistibility, please schedule an appointment with me. I'd love to talk with you. I help couples with these things all the time. You can schedule an appointment at www.jenniferprice.com forward slash apply. Thanks for stopping by today at The Marriage Show. If you find this information beneficial, please subscribe, rate, and leave me a five-star review. That will allow us to inspire more people together. And if there's someone that you know that would benefit from this show, please, please, please share it with them. Text it to them, screenshot it, whatever. Just get it to them because I want you to help me change lives together. Let's spread the love. And also, guys, tell me what subject you would like me to discuss here on the show. And if there's any people that you want me to interview, please shoot me an email or find me on social media and let me know who do you want to hear from and what subjects do you want to hear us talk about? I'd love to hear from you. All right. Until next time, love one another.